expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 157 points this morning from yesterday's close at 18,109 on turnover of 6.7 billion NT. The market gave up early gains to close slightly lower on Tuesday as investor sentiment remained affected by tensions on the Russia-Ukraine border. Selling set in after the main board breached the 18,000-point mark and picked up late in the session, with large-cap stocks in both the electronics and non-tech sectors pushing the broader market down. The Central Epidemic Command Center says more people will be able to reserve appointments for coronavirus booster shots via the government's 1922 platform from today. Individuals aged 18 and older who received their second vaccination shot on December 5th or earlier are eligible to register. Appointments for the booster shots on the government system can be made until noon on Friday. Applicant reservations will be prioritized by age, with seniors able to make the first bookings so as to prevent network congestion. The vaccination shots will be administered from February 21st through 27th. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs says a total of 28 Taiwanese nationals have chosen to remain in Ukraine, despite the government repeatedly urging them to leave. According to the ministry, it began urging Taiwanese nationals in Ukraine to leave the country this past Saturday, after directly contacting 34 of them. Ministry spokeswoman Joanne O oh says since then six have left the country, while another nine have temporarily moved from the capital Kiev to the western city of Lviv through close to the border with Poland. O oh says that the government respects the decision of Taiwan nationals to stay, and Taiwan's representative office in Russia, which is in charge of Ukraine affairs, is in close contact with the 28 Taiwanese known to be still in Ukraine to provide them with the latest updates. In related international news, Russian President Vladimir Putin says that he welcomes a security dialogue with the West as his military reported pulling back some of its troops near Ukraine. Putin said Tuesday that he does not want war and would rely on negotiations as he presses his demand for the West to halt Ukraine's bid to join NATO. At the same time, he did not commit to a full pullback of troops, saying Russia's next moves in the standoff will depend on how the situation evolves. U.S. President Joe Biden said the U.S. had not verified Russia's claim and that an invasion is still a distinct possibility. The U.S. and NATO have sent troops and military supplies to shore up alliance members in eastern Europe. 
And over in the U.S., some families of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting agreed to a 73 million U.S. dollar lawsuit settlement with gunmaker Remington. AP correspondent Julie Walker reports. 21st graders and six educators were killed in 2012 when Adam Lanza opened fire with a Bushmaster AR-15 style rifle at the Connecticut school. The families of nine victims and one survivor announced the multi-million dollar settlement Tuesday with lawyer Joshua Koskoff. What is more dangerous than any industry believing that they can do whatever they want if profit is the only motive? that they have no skin in the game, no responsibility to families of people injured. Nicole Hockley, who lost her six-year-old son Dylan, says she hopes this makes gun manufacturers more accountable. By facing and finally being penalized for the impact of their work, gun companies, along with the insurance and banking industries that enable them, will be forced to make their practices safer. I'm Julie Walker. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.